0: Hi, folks. is Voss here from show dot com. show dot com. Hey, I hope you have all your. What did the announcers say? All the arms, legs, and everything inside the vehicle at all times i hope that you're doing that especially if you're driving a car you want to keep all those parts in a in a vehicle but make sure you don't look at the screen while you're driving you know that's always bad anyway guys thanks for coming on the show we certainly appreciate you guys being here as always refer the show to your friends neighbors or relatives put your arm around them hold them close look into their eyes deeply and passionately say have you heard about our, our, our Savior podcast that we love to listen to every day, The com. I've got to figure out how to put that where It doesn't sound like a cult, do I? But remember, we are kind of like a cult. We're the family who loves you but doesn't judge you. Best kind of cult and family there is. Last time I checked, I'm in Utah. There's a lot of that going on up here. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, see everything we're reading and reviewing over there. YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, free for an unlimited time. Go hit the bell notification button. You can see all the advanced video that they have, and you, you just press a button and it plays it, and you're just like, Wow, technology. It's really cool. Uh, all of our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn. See the big LinkedIn newsletter. You want to subscribe to that because everyone's subscribing to it lately. And the 130, what is 122,000 group on LinkedIn. Today we have an amazing gentleman on the show. I don't know what it is. We always have amazing people on the show. We just put them in the Google machine and say, are there any amazing people around? And uh, then we're like, hey, there you go. They come right up on the search. Today we have Jeremy Haug. He is a world-class marketing expert. Uh, and leader that has led multiple companies to the Inc. 5000 and Inc. 500 Award. He has built high-performing teams that achieve stellar results. He's now helping B2B entrepreneurs to expand their business and help more people. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. How are you?
1: Chris, thanks so much
0: for having me on. I
1: really appreciate it. That's a hell of an intro. I am blown away. My hands, my arms, and my feet are inside, all protected. So I am holding on to to have my mind melted, right? I think that was uh, what, what it was. Something it,
0: like bleeding, melting. It's all Bleeding,
1: melting, thing. something like that, yeah. and making sure that I can do that for anybody who's watching right now. That's, yeah. uh, that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: It's, it's, it's either the excitement of the show or I think it's uh, Ebola virus. I think you believe it internally. Did I get your last name correct, too, by the way?
1: You did. You did. I'm from Germany I originally. So, Haug, I, oh. I get it's a little harder to pronounce probably than most names
0: we're like a whole german thing here i'm Voss, so we came from germany you know before that whole in the 1800s before that whole uh thing got out of hand there but when germany was still kind of cool i don't know if it's cool back then what do i know but welcome to the show give us your dot com so people can find you on the internet webs and get to know you better please sure so it's b uh, 2 b2bbusinessexperts.com
1: so that's the letter b the number two the letter b and then businessexperts.com
0: damn that's a really good website <laughs> <laughs> you got there. That's pretty freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I was surprised when it was available. I was like, ah, uh, yes, I will take that. Let Dude, me that take was, it right
0: now. You could sell that for like a trillion bucks or something. I don't know, probably. Uh, so give us a brief overview of what you do, and then let's get into origin story. We'll start from the beginning, find out how your mom and dad met, and all that sort of good stuff.
1: Okay, good. Sure. So I've got a digital marketing agency focused on the B2B space, sort of in the title of the business. And you know, a lot of B2B business, they're still doing it old school, whether it's live events, whether it's just networking, referrals, sometimes postcards, magazines, but they haven't necessarily taken that leap into Facebook, LinkedIn, digital advertising, things like that. And I help them kind of take that leap. And sometimes when they've taken the leap with the wrong person that doesn't know how to actually do the targeting, I help them fix it so it's actually profitable and workable. So that's sort of what I do, but we can get into that more later. I'll just kind of tell you origin story, I guess, if you like. Parents met in England. I grew up in Germany until I was about eight. And then my dad brought me over to the US. He found a job where he made more than both my parents combined because Germany taxes are nuts. I think... uh, in Germany, I think the phrase is you work until August for the government, and after that you make money for yourself because I think taxes are over 60% or something like that. You know, so all that fun stuff. So I think for me, the big thing coming to America that I always remember from my dad, and I think it's still true, is America is that land where um, is the only – I don't know if it's the only places, but it's a place where if you don't work hard, you die. Uh, which <laughs> I don't know that that's truly inspirational, but it was definitely something where he was like, "Look, in Germany, you can be a slacker, you can survive, you won't have a great life, but you'll live. In America, if you do not produce, if you do not exchange with society and bring something of value, there, nobody will take care of you. There is no safety net. There is you, you just die, right? And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't want dies. to die.'
0: Always <laughs> well, a good and, thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was like, okay. And for me, I I don't know. Maybe it's the whole immigrant or son of an immigrant kind of thing. You know, I'm like, man, I'm a hustler, right? Like I work hard. I, I studied hard. I graduated high school at 16, got my first job at 16, worked for, I don't know, six years and then went off to get an associate's degree in business management. And then joined a startup. I was employee number three. They offered me a grand total of three, uh, sorry, ten dollars an hour, which was super exciting for me because I was like, "Whoo, ten dollars an hour!" Here we go. I'm I'm about to make it. And, you know, I helped them grow. I was sort of in the startup world there. And, you know, we went to 40 employees. We hit the Inc. 5000 list. We opened up several sister companies. You know, did that for about six and a half years. And then this last year, about a year and a half ago now, I started my own marketing agency.
0: Wow, man. And so what, what made you want to start your own marketing agency?
1: Again, I don't know. I bring it back to my dad. He told me, look, the only job. Uh you'll ever get where there's no cap where there is no limit to your income potential is running your own business, right? Mm-hmm. I remember a funny story of the sales guys for the um the Viagra, right? So they were selling it and it was just going off the shelves and there were sales guys making over a million dollars and cuz sales I think is the other role in life where your income potential can be very high. The only problem was the company was like, actually, you guys are making too much money. We're going to cut your commission down because uh, we're selling it. It's actually selling itself. You guys it sells just, itself. I mean, it like, sells weird. itself, right? Like, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, I, just, I had always kind of wanted to do it, but... Then I saw, you know, that startup, I was, I didn't have to take the risk. I got to learn from others. We went from about half a million in revenue to 12 million in revenue. I was like, okay, if I can figure out the zero to half a million, I feel like I know what it's going to take to go from half a million to 12. And, you know, I learned sales, I learned marketing, I learned hiring people, finance. I was all, you know, in a startup world, you do everything from sales to unplugging the toilet to putting chairs together, you know, you got to be, if you're willing to do it, right? Some people aren't, they're like, ah, just let me do my job. I'm like, screw it. Give what else, what else you got?
0: Mm -hmm. And so, and so you work with uh, a lot of businesses to help them do their marketing. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at your pricing page and some of your services resources. Like what are, what are some of the services you guys do? And uh, what are the range of uh, people? So if people are out there in the marketplace going, can this guy help me or not? Like what, what sort of things can you help them with?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, I work with very small businesses. If you see my pricing, I mean, it is as cheap as I think the lowest fee is $150 a month to I think the highest tier is about $7,000 a month. And so there's a lot of options and it's all customizable, but my basic belief, one thing that I always felt that I wanted to set myself apart was I didn't want to win when the client wasn't winning, right? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of agencies where if the, the agency will charge a flat rate, whether they're doing a great job or a poor job and the client's on the hook because they signed in, and then the agencies. Hopefully they're well intentioned, right? I think 80% of people are well intentioned. There's definitely your share of people that, you know, are trying to screw people over. But for me, I was like, okay, let me lower my management fee. Let me charge as little as possible. I have a vision at some point where I can just be like, look, I'll charge you nothing. Give me 10% of the revenue or the profit you generate. I'm not there yet. I have, uh, you know, a few agreements and relationships that are similar to that. But Generally speaking, it's, you know, I have a relatively low management fee and then my intention is to crush it for the client and do a percentage of the upside, which, oh, wow. yeah, that most people, I've, ne- I've never, I haven't gotten too much resistance on people who are like, wait, when I make money, you make money. I'm like, yes. So that tends, <laughs> it's, it's a hard one to argue against because you're like, okay, it's uh that is the result right at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I will be somewhat picky with clients in that sense, because if you're, if you don't know how to sell, if you can't, you know, if you don't have a follow-up process and things like that in place, it becomes very hard for me to win with you. Cause I'm like, okay, Hey, I just got you hundred leads and oh yeah, I emailed them all. Right. Like I could talk about follow-up for another half hour, right. <laughs> On businesses with oh, yeah. eight hateful follow-up or not well
0: i've seen that movie too we've done promotions so we used to do like uh, a lot of promotions at events i mean we still do it's just the events are coming back you know after two years covid but uh, we would do events and we'd be like hey we're getting all these people and sign up for your app but somebody pushed an update on the app and uh, no one can sign up (laughs) and uh, we're getting like tons of calls about it like they're they they want to sign up so bad you know and and then they can sign up, and I, I get that with a lot of people. They're like, "Hey, will you you want to do an affiliate thing with us?" I'm like, "No, you can pay for an ad because because I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet on you your conversion." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough.
1: It's I've tough, seen but... some
0: I've seen some crazy, crappy conversion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you what's the what's the low end and high end of clients that you work with for those who are out there wondering.
1: Yeah, so look, if you've got a startup business, you're mm-hmm. doing maybe a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you're you're getting ready to get going. You know, I've got a good mm-hmm. startup package where if you've got an ad budget, you know, uh, you know, I'd say you're ready to spend between five hundred and a thousand dollars a month to get things going. You know, I've got I've worked with you. Yeah, now there's also if you're doing one to five million dollars, and you're like, okay, actually, I need the whole gamut. I need. I need email marketing, I need Facebook, I need LinkedIn, I need Google ads, I need some SEO, right? Like, you want the whole package, then, you know, we do that as well. And, you know, one word of warning, I don't know, is with the audience, I don't know who usually listens, what type of businesses they have, or big or small or whatever else. But, you know, when you're just starting up, and you don't have anything confirmed yet, right? If you're in that startup world, it's very hard for me to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to turn on this campaign. It's going to generate the right qualified leads for you. And within 30 to 60 days, you're going to be making money hand over fist, right? Mm -hmm. I think once you've got a, a defined business, you're making half a million, million, $2 million. You know, you tend to know what works. You're like, oh yeah, you know, a demo request will convert at 30%, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me do some advertising on Facebook and get you a demo request at $200, a demo request or something like that. Or... Others have an ebook and I'm like, okay, cool. What percentage of ebooks tend to convert into an actual client, right? Yeah. You know, and it tends to be a bit of a process because I do work with a lot of clients that have a, a higher ticket item, right? Whether it's $5,000, $10,000, $100,000 product or service, uh, or it's a relationship where it's like, oh yeah, it's only $300 a month, but it's you know, ideally they're around for three years. Right. So yeah, I love that. Right. I love working with people who, who know how to just, who not only know how to close clients, but keep clients and then upsell them because that's where the value is at. I mean, I'm sure, I I don't know for this show, but I'm sure you've got lots of sales and upsells and cross sells and things like that to increase the value of of your business or same
0: thing. Right. So you guys will help people with marketing strategy. I'm looking over your website here. Search engine, SEO, paid ads, CRM management, content creation, funnel building. Funnel building, of course, is always really good. Email marketing, of course, and social media marketing. You guys cover all those different things in your services. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's
1: a, it's a lot of different services, but it's all things that are really needed. You know, it's, not, it's all things that we excel at. So it's not something where, you know, we don't take on or we don't deliver services we don't know we can, can't get great results with. So, you know, we'll, we'll look at each client, but I think that. One thing that differentiates us is, you know, I'll talk to every person, right? And I'll be like, okay, so what's your business? Where where are you at, right? And Mm -hmm. then honestly, I'll give out free advice. I'm like, look, right now, I had a a person reach out to me. He's a gym owner, and he's like, Jeremy, should I start marketing? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Are you packed out? He's like, yeah, I'm packed out, but I'm getting another trainer. I'm like, okay, but you're getting a ton of referrals. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, good. Don't worry about it. Don't mark Like you're getting referrals. Why spend money on Facebook or Google or anything else? Do some free stuff, right? Like, you know, one of the best free business owner can do in startup world, right? And I consider mm-hmm. startup world really until you're maybe a million dollar a year business mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, you can go into Facebook groups. I mean, there are oh, yeah. a ton of like free Facebook groups. You can go local, you can go national, you can go industry specific, you know, and you can just Go live on Facebook, do an organic post, connect with people. I mean, I've done it. And I, what I love is there's the question, hey, does anybody do digital marketing out there? And I'm like, yeah. And then I signed them up and I'm like, okay, that, that was like, it was a lot cheaper than spending marketing dollars. And, you know, you just get somebody in the door that is already looking for your services. So, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love that. And I advise, you know, from a strategic perspective, it's like, okay, where are you at? You know, and for bigger businesses, if you're, you're making a couple million or, or 10 or 15 or 20 or $50 million, you know, I look at the whole funnel, right? Like we talk, mentioned funnel building, it sounds like you've got some experience there yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, for me, it's okay. It's, it's a journey, but it's also, it's, a, it's you know, like I like journey better than funnel because I think, you know, it's that uh, flywheel, right? You know, it's like all aspects affect each other, you know? So I'll look at people and be like, okay, what happens when somebody opts into your list? How long are you following up with them? Are you adding value to that, to that new person, right? So like one client I worked with, We changed up their email sequence for week one and just every day added hammered value because they had a ton of content. I'm like, good, let's just give out content value, right? Things, they were in the financial space and we're just like, okay, great. Hey, let's hit them. You know, how do you save money on a mortgage? How do you pay off debt faster? You know, here's some valuable tools for this industry specific. They work with veterinarians, physical therapists, optometrists, things like that. So you know it's like okay, let's let's be industry specific. you know how do we do that kind of thing and add value at every step of the way so that later on when they're calling these leads and things like that, they're they're more likely to pick up. So mm-hmm. I think that any business owner, if you've got I mean you can go as cheap as uh, I think send in blue is free. You can do. I feel like I should have affiliate links, but I'm just going to give out some value in this. Sure, yeah, let's do it. all right. HubSpot. There's a free version. There's a fifty dollar version that doesn't have their logo on it. I'm a fan of that, and it now adds the follow up sequence, so you can send out a couple of emails. So it can be very cheap, and you just. And it, the beautiful thing is, you don't even have to do your own content. You no. know, if you're like if you're in whatever the financial world, and you're like, man, I don't, I don't know anything. It's like good google top infographics in the financial space right top Mm -hmm. financial infographics and then just email that out and be like hey i checked out this infographic i thought it'd be great and you might find value in it check it out below boom infographic and infographics tend to look good and aesthetic and people are like oh this is kind of cool yeah so i think that's that can be valuable to any business is adding that value up front to have better conversion rates for your salespeople, for you know your if you've got a Sales development rep, or whatever you call it, the person who calls the leads, right? I think we will have our higher success rate.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, you guys have won some awards, evidently, and you've only been doing this for what a uh, year and a half?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some some of our own awards, and then part of that startup was hitting some of those awards. You know, like that company that I was a part of, the startup, and then after starting off at ten dollars an hour, I left as their COO, making well over six figures. So. That was, that was probably the majority of that. And then in the last year, I mean, it's been a rapid growth, you know, from, from startup, which I think any entrepreneur is it's starting from nothing and no, you know, necessarily reserves or anything for the business or startup capital or anything like that. To You know, now we're on track for a um, million dollar business this year ourselves and growing a bunch of other businesses to, you know, increase their revenue rapidly. It's really exciting.
0: That is, that is freaking awesome, dude. That is really awesome. So what have we touched on your business that people should,
1: you know, I think for my business, it's, you know, we'll talk about where is your audience live, right? So I think a lot of B2B businesses, whether you're, you know, let's say you're a mold remediation company or you're, and that's not necessarily B2B, right. But that could be a high ticket item or you're a financial advisor or you're a software company. You know, I think, A lot of people think, oh, my audience isn't on Facebook. I think that's a that's a myth. I think everybody's on Facebook. I think people are on Facebook in the bathroom. I think people are on Facebook first thing in the morning. I think people are on Facebook at work. I think people are on Facebook literally all the time. I think there are lots of people on Instagram and TikTok. That tends to, the demographic on that tends to be younger, right? But I think grandma's on Facebook. I think grandpa's on Facebook. You know, it's like, and, you know, I think there's a stat somewhere It's like, two thirds of all employees are act actively disengaged or disengaged at work, meaning like they're either actively trying to undermine your business or they're just kind of coasting along. And then there's the other third or something like 23% that's actively engaged that tries to get the business successful. So when I look at that, I go, okay, you know, business owners Either, either the owners themselves or their employees are on Facebook, right? It is mm-hmm. it is definitely a problem, you know. And I look at, out of all the small businesses and uh, all the business in the, the U.S., right, there's, I think, 32 million small businesses. 25 million of them have one employee, the, the the founder, the startup, the owner. And there's, like, another 6 million that have under 12 employees and then, like, maybe 600,000 that have 12 or more. Mm-hmm. So I think most business owners will be on Facebook, And Facebook, even though they've gotten rid of some data, they still have a scary amount of data, right? Like as a marketer, I think Facebook is sort of your wet dream. You kind of go, oh my God, there's so much data still today on Facebook. And you can target people by their job title. You can target people by their interests, right? And usually a good thing on a targeting basis is find out what are the industry specific magazines, right? So if you're targeting Mm -hmm. chiropractors, okay, find out what are the chiropractic magazines. Or you're targeting people who, you know, you want homeowners. Good. Well, let's target the homeowners, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, there's home home magazines or they're interested in, I don't know, Lowe's and Home Depot and things like that. Like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I haven't gone there. I'm not a homeowner. So I'm like, okay, probably. I like that gives you the indication, right? But I know homeowners, They they, they go after certain things. They got the home improvement. They got whatever else. So mm-hmm. that's, I think you know, a big thing for any business owner is like, look, your audience most likely is on Facebook. It is probably cheaper than marketing on LinkedIn because I mean, I don't know about you, Chris, but when's the last time you were on LinkedIn?
0: Uh, I'm on it right now. I mean, all it's, right, that's it's, true it's, go it's, live. it's 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 well yeah that's true we are live on it <laughs> but i mean i i have one to two tabs open i've got all day long i mean as soon as i open up the chrome browser it's one of the it's open with two or three tabs you know we've always got to launch every morning then the linkedin newsletter and and then we got our group that i've got to monitor and you know we're always looking to say something on there there's actually, like, there's the Chris Voss Show company on there. There's the new Chris Voss uh, Beacons of the Leadership podcast that's on there. And then there's the Beacons Leadership, uh, or there's the new institute that's on there. So, you know, we, we love LinkedIn.
1: Good. And do you see more traffic on Facebook? LinkedIn, yeah. yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. good. Hey, well, I mean, I I mean I'm... Work.
0: I have a huge audience there. I mean, on LinkedIn, I used to be in the early days, the top 1% searched for on LinkedIn every year. And I have 30,000 connections. So I'm maxed and then another 30,000 people follow me on top of that. So I have 60,000. Then plus the group I built from zero, 122,000 people on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn's a, you know, it's, it's really good place, fairly professional most times, unless people put up cat videos.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, it's gotten a little crazy with the polls recently. I feel like everybody's doing a poll on like yeah,
0: that's yeah, the algorithms really messed mess over there, <laughs> but What can you? I actually game the polls, like I yeah. I, I game them, and so I put something like, uh, "I'll do a poll." Have you subscribed to the Chris Vaughn Show podcast? Yes or no? <laughs> and then it, there's a link to the podcast. It's like a it's like a glaring <laughs> commercial ad, and it works. And I'm just like, hey, if LinkedIn's going to make it a crappy algorithm on this. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to blatantly run with it. So and you should, you Shame should Just take advantage free, of it. It's free freaking advertising. You know <laughs> it
1: is. It yeah. is it's sort of like, are you? Do you do the YouTube Shorts?
0: I don't do the Shorts. I really need to get better at doing the Shorts. The we've tried to keep up with the Shorts for a while. There, they were really killing it when they first came out. And we did a few, and they, it was getting stupid on how much versions it was getting. But then it dropped off, you know. Like YouTube clearly was juicing it. You know, a lot of our content doesn't do as good on YouTube as as other things because it's it's really highbrow. You know, YouTube is ten to fifteen year olds, and you know we 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 got authors that come on, you know, politicians, people from top journalists, Pulitzer Prize winners. You know, there's no ten to fifteen year old guy who's searching for that. So, yeah. It's kind of our thing, unless somebody gets naked on the show, or our boobs are hanging out, or you know, we're we're doing something really. And, and it's too highbrow too. Like I, I see shows that are that are kind of smart, but they're stupid. And we just, I don't know, I just can't. I, I mean, I can't sit here and I don't know, run run piercings through my tongue while we have highbrow guests on. I don't know. It's just not.
1: Yeah, and no, I can see I that. And I think on YouTube, you got to do like, oh. Chris Voss destroys Jeremy on marketing. It's like, okay, let's. That's yeah. not really what you're doing.
0: Obviously, We're you know, actually, you, you got a good idea. Maybe we should. You know, you you come on the show. We talk about your business, and then we take like, what, what are those sh- rooms you go to? There's businesses you go to, and you can destroy shit. You pay to destroy shit. Oh, that's so much fun! And so, like somewhere, I don't know, mid-show, we're just like, let's destroy a, an IKEA table or something. And we each take turns at a K table. I don't know. That's an idea. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know. The, the, I mean, over, over time, over what, 12 years, 13 years now, it's, it's becoming, I think, 13 in August. I mean, the, the shows get watched, the shows get viewed, you know, it finds its, it finds its audience. But yeah, there's no, there's no, all the girls who are doing the makeup video watching those things aren't, have zero interest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now this is definitely. I might as well be teaching
0: math. (laughs) (laughs) Want to learn some math, kids?
1: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't think they even want to learn math in school. You know, give me some
0: other ideas. Maybe I should just show up in a clown outfit, uniform, and we'll talk, like, serious, like, politics or something. Like, what's going on with the Senate these days? Only I'm in a clown outfit and, like, I don't know, somehow, I don't know.
1: Fuck you! Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like people talking politics. There's enough people doing that. I mean, I think you know. Yeah. Um, whether you got, I don't know. You, got, I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch. So you can do you
0: politics on YouTube. You just gotta go, you know, batshit off the off the rails, like far. So you right gotta either far, far left, left
1: or far right. right? Yeah, exactly. No, like
0: I don't, I don't have any of that, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a good thing. I think we on YouTube, you know, I still get my check every month from them. That check will probably keep coming till the end of time. I I tell my family, I mean, if I die, make sure you get into the account that has the YouTube money in it because it's going to pile up. And uh, you know, there's 24 million, 24, 25 million views over there. So it's just, it's just like a machine that just keeps on rolling and then, you know, so many of these crazy YouTubers keep getting kicked off. It's going to be eventually I'm going to be the only one on there cuz I'm the only sane one. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, yeah, we no, didn't do any
0: so. of those videos where, you know, people are beating their kids and crap. So, that was Oh my god, yeah, I
1: didn't even hear about that. I'm glad I missed out on that trend. That's yeah, okay. There was like a there
0: was like a whole trend for a while where parents were exploiting their children and they would put their children through like emotional trauma and get them to cry and do like all these horrible things to them which is like emotional abuse and they would get like crazy views and finally like YouTube put their foot down and said this is not right this isn't good but you know they yeah. they waited until I don't know a few kids I don't know really crazy so that's my YouTube jokes
1: there you guys are YouTube jokes yeah I mean that reminds me of I mean whatever I, I think about
0: I mean YouTube's yeah. good YouTube's good for companies that that targets that market you know 10 to 15 yeah. year olds just we're a little too cerebral for it.
1: Yeah. Like, if yeah, you're I mean, selling
0: I, toys or, you know, candy or I don't know. What else is good on YouTube?
1: I mean, there's there's lots of I mean, I don't know. I always look at YouTube as definitely more entertainment, though there are yeah. some people that look at YouTube as educational, right? Or inspirational, mm. right? Like yeah. there's the people who watch the Grand Cardones, the Gary V's or of the world, yep. right? Like you've got those people that I mean, you know, you've, when you're that big of a personality, you know, YouTube can can flow for you as well, I think. I think no matter what, I mean, really any business owner should be generating content and whether it's video like, and video content and throw it up on YouTube because, mm-hmm. you know, the beautiful thing about YouTube, I guess, from an SEO perspective is Google owns YouTube. So, you know, Google will want YouTube to rank mm-hmm. right on the search results. So, yeah. you know... If you're a business and you're targeting IT or something like that, and you've got a bunch of IT videos, one, good job on creating IT videos because that's a boring as hell subject. But two, you know, Google will then rank you both on Google and YouTube. YouTube yeah. being a little harder to rank on. But, you know, I always recommend for businesses, like, look, you should dominate the first page when anybody searches for you or your service, and YouTube is just another way right? Like You got maps, you got to get a search engine results, and you got to get YouTube since it used to be Google plus too, but that obviously doesn't exist anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the, the way we do well on YouTube is most of the people we have on the show, they're, they, they've got a new hot book that they published. It's, you know, on fire on the charts and York bestseller or whatever. And so they're doing all these interviews. So a lot of YouTube videos are going up for them and then penguin random house or, you know, you name it the big publishing houses putting all this money into ads. And so that helps us out when we do YouTube videos and we post them up because people will be like, oh, and then we try and keyword them and everything so that so that they pick up the they pick up the, the views and stuff. And so the name recognition really helps us on YouTube for SEO. What about TikTok? Uh, you've have you delved into much advertising over there? I guess that's pretty hot these days.
1: It's very hot. It's it's a little harder on B2B. To be mm. honest, just because the targeting on TikTok oh, that's is right. yeah. so limited right now, just in the sense of, I mean, I like it from a, a local perspective of mm-hmm. like, look, you're, a, you know, you're local and you got all that kind of stuff going on. Like if you're a doctor, dude, throw a TikTok video up, make sure you're targeted local and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if you've got products, e-commerce, like hit it because you're getting, I mean, I think TikTok, you can easily get a million views for basically nothing. You know, you throw up probably five videos or something and one of them will probably go viral and part of it's just like getting the right song that's popular today and you know you can crush it on just getting some organic reach and building out your brand you know i started with it when i started my business and then i was like i now i don't know they're all teenagers that are following me right now and that's <laughs> a little weird so i think i'm just gonna pass on this for now you know there you
0: go Well, you know, it's, it's, it's popular. So what else have we covered on what you do for businesses and, and uh, sometimes the best ways they can consult with you, reach out to you. Let's cover that. So people know how to make that transition.
1: Yeah. You know, so if, if anybody wants to reach out to me, definitely just go to the website, b2bbusinessexperts.com. You can throw in the chat. There's a contact us page again. So that's the letter B, the number two, the letter B businessexperts.com, you know, and then the other thing, let's see other services, you know, so we do content creation. So whether that's blogs, articles, videos, based on that kind of content, you know, we do social media posting to all the different platforms. I think any business, if you're not posting to social is you're missing out, right? I think Facebook is, you know, the modern day newspaper, not a great newspaper, but a newspaper.
0: (laughs) It's more like a is it a more like a I mean it's a good newspaper, I don't mean to and it's great for advertising, but it's almost like uh it's almost like one of those world mirror things that you always see where the you know, everyone's a lizard and there's baby heads, aliens everywhere. It's it's kinda like that. I don't know. It's gotten yeah. better lately. I don't know.
1: It has. It has like, I don't know for me at one point I went on a Facebook cleanse and I just hit unsubscribe or unfollow on all the crazy shit that showed up on my feed. Oh, and I yeah. still get it every now and then, but it's gotten much better. Now it's the groups and the people. So it's, I don't know, maybe it's the algorithm too, but you know, and, and if you're not on there, I think people think you're dead. You know, it's like, if you've got a <laughs> business and you haven't posted in five years, it's like, I, 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 is it even working? I mean, are you even there? Like, is Like, what's the point? Right. Um, And I think, you know, between that, obviously people Google you. It's, um, you know, it's important to be everywhere. I think is another aspect to this, right? If you are like, you're obviously you're on LinkedIn, you're on Facebook, I'm sure you're on Twitter, you know, yeah. you're everywhere, right? Like if yeah. I Google you, I will see you everywhere. You know, I think some businesses I work with, they're like, they don't even have a website. And I'm like, yeah. hey, <laughs> like, and some of these are like $20 million businesses, right? Like it's like that you can get really big without having all the pieces in place. But once you want to scale, like I look at it, like, you know, you can only get so big, you can get a core audience off referrals and like personal connections and things like that. But once you want to go big and really scale, you need to have it all. You need to have a website. You need to rank organically. You need to be on YouTube. You need to be on Facebook. You need to have reviews everywhere, right? Like you need to be, I don't know about Twitter. I mean, I guess you should be on Twitter. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to limit myself there, but you know... I don't like Twitter advertising personally. Yeah, I, like yeah, I it's the presidency
0: more want than this. Yeah, you know, whatever it feeds into Google.
1: Yeah, and I think part of that is just the realization: it's not about us as business owners; it's about the audience, right? Like, yeah. it's, like I might not be on Twitter personally, but somebody else is, and some people are on Reddit right? Yeah. Uh, don't go on 4chan. I think that's just the darkest corner <laughs> oh, of the yeah, internet.
0: It's a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. go but, on 4chan and 8chan. Let's get on the bulletin boards for, uh, what's that one crazy thing, the QAnon? Uh, let's uh, yeah, get on yeah, the no. bulletin boards for QAnon. That sounds like a great place. To
1: or happen. What was it, Alex Jones's thing? Prison <laughs> Planet or whatever else? Like, Prison Planet. Um,
0: uh,
1: yeah, so I think, you know, Unless your audience is that audience, then I guess you should go on there. I don't, whatever. Hopefully that's not who you are or who you're working with. But, you know, like, you know, you're on Twitter. Okay, cool. What if somebody wants to message you on Twitter and you're not there, right? Or you're at least if you don't check it, right? It's like, okay, you got to be there. You got to be available, Mm -hmm. you know, phone, emails, uh, you know. And I think something that a lot of businesses on the opposite side that have gone all in on digital Mm -hmm. don't forget the physical, right? Like don't forget actually sending a physical piece of marketing to your audience, right? There's technology out there now that you can retarget your website traffic with a postcard. It's a little scary on the data side of things, but it's about 50% depending on your data provider. So Mm -hmm. anybody hits your website and you can exclude clients, for example, and you just go, Hey, I saw, you know, like, and you just stand, maybe do a standard postcard or something like that, but that can make your physical marketing much cheaper because you've already somehow gotten them to check you out, check out your website, do all of that. And now it's like, okay, great. Let's, let's get you on, you know, get a physical touch point and things like that makes it makes you more real to the business. Cause sometimes I think we get lost in the digital. Don't get me wrong. I love the digital, but I think there's definitely an aspect of like, Hey, I am a real person. You can really see me. Yeah, you know, until we get to the metaverse and then we're all, I guess, sort of really seeing each other there. But, you know, whether it's a magazine, it's a postcard, things like that, that's another angle that you can, you know, utilize as a business.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting, all the different variations. But I always tell people, I'll have people that be like, oh, we only do this. We only do Twitter. We only do Facebook. And I'm like, your customers are everywhere and they have their preferred place that they like to be, their base. And you, you they're not going to go over there for you. They're here. They want you know. They they want their stuff. It's like a, a good example I should use is it's like having someone at your drive-through, and you're like, no, we're not going to service you in our drive-through. You have to come over here through this door and <laughs> order your food. We're not we're not we're not over there. And you know, people are like, but we want to drive through and order your food. We don't want to come in. And you're like, well, we just don't do the drive-through thing. You know, we don't we're not doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think take that one step further. What if they don't do Uber Eats, right?
0: I'm like,
1: man, I think Chipotle, I think they do it now. They used to not do it. They used to not deliver. And I'm like, man, you would have had so much more business if you just Mm -hmm. had the willingness. And obviously Uber Eats
0: blew up and
1: everybody can now order basically from anywhere. But, you know, yeah, it's all Mm -hmm. about being where your customer is.
0: There you go. You've got it that you, you know, right on the head. Be where your customer is. And, and companies can do that, you know, and they're like, well, we don't understand LinkedIn or we don't understand what TikTok, you know, they in, and there's, and everything changes. Like TikTok, I really had a hard time initially with TikTok because it was, I think, was it 30 seconds or a minute or something? And I think I'm it started just like, off
1: at 15 seconds and then they gave yeah. you an option to so do 60.
0: Yeah, and then it, it, our content is just like so hard. Like you and I would say like two words, and then that, well, well there, there, that's it. And now it's uh, they it went to I think three minutes, and now I think it's up to ten. I don't know wow. if I've gotten access to it. I should probably check. But you know, now you can put on some, you can put on some more quality content that's a little bit more highbrow on there, and uh, you know, doesn't have to. I don't have to shove Chinese sticks up my nose to get people's attention. <laughs> I know. So, I know. Explosion.
1: Hey, watch some highbrow content after this.
0: That's what you need to do. Like when you and I are sitting here, you know, may guests and stuff, there's like explosions, maybe a car chase going on behind me. People are like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm just like sitting here pulling it straight, running it straight, going nothing to see here. And yeah, that would be that'd be kind of interesting. There's probably ways to do that. There's probably some art kid I can hire and he can redo the background where this is a a bunch of freaky stuff going on. Cause I don't want to have clients on going, you know, guests on going, going, what the, I I, I can't even tell you what's going on, Chris, cause I'm just looking at your background and I'm getting lost. So there you go. Anything more you want to touch on your website before we go out and what you do?
1: I think I think we covered it really well. I appreciate yeah. the questions, you know. So definitely the only other thing I thought of is like, you know, if you're afraid of trying a new pr- platform, just try it. Whether you're, you hire an agency or not, you know, whether you work with me or anybody else, I think try the, try the platform, right? Hit yeah. it. It's free. That's the beauty of, beauty of social media right now. It's like... If you don't want to do the paid advertising, try the free stuff and see what gets engagement, you know, just because I, uh, who knows, maybe you'll get some clients out of it. Like clubhouse blew up for a while and I think it's gone. I guess it's still right, around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's around, but it's not worth your time. Yeah. They jumped the shark really quick. It was a lockdown app. That was basically what it was. So, but, but you never know. I mean, it was, it was great for advertising for a while and, and blowing up services and you could go on there and, you know, it was like a free speaking sort of uh, thing where you could, you know, just go and speak freely and stuff. So it was pretty cool that way. Yeah, that's that rides over. But there's always something new coming up. So you can always try and grab whatever the new thing is. So give me your dot .com so people can find you on the interwebs one more time and, and sure. learn more so about you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's the letter B, the number two, the letter B businessexperts.com So B two B BusinessExperts.com.
0: There you go. It's been wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you very much for coming on.
1: Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. It's been a lot of fun.
0: There you go. And thanks my audience for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com for says as Chris Foss. see everything reading and reviewing over there. All of our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram as well. Uh, also go to youtube.com for says Chris Foss and all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe, be good to each other and we'll see you guys next time.